Welcome to the Popcorn for One fortnightly podcast. Grab your popcorn and make sure you're sitting comfortably. Popcorn for One is about to review some classic and not so classic films for you all to enjoy. It may even want to make you watch these films yourself. It's Wednesday, 6th of April. Welcome to Popcorn for One, your fortnightly film podcast. Even though it's only been a week to get us back on track as to where we should be. Hope you've all had a nice week. Um, yeah, it's been interesting, film-wise and home-wise. So let's show you what's going to happen. First of all, a link to something that we discussed last week on the podcast. We're going to have a bit of big news chat. Then we're going to talk about what I've watched in the last week. Then we're going to have a couple of other general bits of film news that have happened. Then we're going to chat about what you've been watching at home and at the cinema. Then we're going to talk about Popcorn for One Day. And then we're going to have our big review of the week. Yeah, for a one-week episode, I've got a lot to fit in, haven't I? So, should crack on, shouldn't we? Woohoo! So, something quite big has happened in the last weeks since I last spoke to you. In fact, it was actually happening while this podcast, the last podcast was probably being released, which was probably bad timing. You'll remember uh, I was chatting Oscars and we were chatting Will Smith and all of that. And we were also chatting the Razzies. And I, along with the Razzies, went, Bruce Willis has got his own category. Ha <laughs> ha. Bless him and all of that. Bruce Willis isn't well. Bruce Willis has got a disease which will eventually enable him to communicate in any way with anyone and his family have announced this. They announced this last Wednesday, so it is a week ago now. Um, But they have said that and they have said that he will be stepping back and will be retiring from acting. That breaks my heart a little bit. That one of the first humans I actually saw in a real life film and not an animation isn't going to be in front of the camera anymore isn't going to be acting and it hurts it really hurts I just really feel for him and his family and you can now see why he did so many films in the last year or so if he knew that this was going to be the case he just wanted to make movies because that was what he was good at, making people smile and having a bit of a punch-up in a film. That's what he did. That was Bruce Willis. You knew what you got and you sat there and you went, yeah, yeah, that's pretty darn cool. Yeah. <sighs> oh, it just hurts. Uh, the Razzies were, um, first of all, going, ah, like, oh, that explains everything. And yeah, and then everyone went, are you really still going to award him with that Razzie for worse performance in a Bruce Willis film in the last year and then they very quickly went actually yeah we can't do that at all can we mm. so they withdrew and cancelled that award bless him bless you Bruce John McClane will always be a hero of mine he will die hard will always be in my top films of all time don't care if my parents spoiled it for me when I wanted to watch it when I was eight. 
<laughs> I was eight and it had come out like 10 years before and it was an 18 and my mum basically sat there and went, no, you can't watch this. And sat there and every time it was on Channel 4 and I recorded it on VHS. And every time there was an advert break, she went paused it before it started. I went, right, in the next bit, uh, 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 yeah, I think I can cope with that. Yeah, I think I can cope with that. <sighs> so, yeah. Love you, Bruce. Thank you so much for so many memories and just being an epic actor and just giving it your all. Ah, oh, yippee-ki-yay. Yippee-ki-yay, Bruce. So, what have I been watching in the last week? It's been a busy week, but I seem to have managed to get a lot of trips to the cinema in there. I think that's probably why it's been a busy week. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six films. That's not bad. And I've got the Oscars in with all of that too. Hmm. I'm impressed. Right, we will start with what I watched on the Monday, which was Matilda. There's a time and a place to sit here and watch Matilda and go, oh. And it was Monday. I just wanted something to chill with and be like, yay, this is nice and this is relaxed and this is exactly what I want it to be. I'm so happy to watch it and... Yeah, it just made me smile and made me remember that we used to, years upon years ago, used to be able to, um, we had a, like a cable box um, and it would show you the first 15 minutes of the film and then it would ask you to put your PIN number in and then it would charge your parents' accounts um, during the day. And what my parents used to do is they'd work out which films we'd want to watch after watching like 15 minute gaps and then record it in the evening when no one was watching the film on that demand service. So they did that for Matilda. So we had Matilda on a really bad VHS until I got to about like being 15 and then I bought it. <laughs> it's like VHS is gone. What's the point? So yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's just so sweet, isn't it? <sighs> Can't wait for Tim's version. And then I went to the cinema and I went to go and see Drive My Car. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Yes, at last. Um, Obviously, the Oscars had happened at that point. Um, So... I knew it wasn't going to win, but I knew it was going to win Best International Feature. And it was quite long, I will say that. Um, it's also quite weird, but it's various different languages. You know, it, most of it is in Japanese, but then suddenly some of it's in Mandarin, and some of it's in Chinese, and some of it's in Korean, and some of it's in Korean um, sign language. And then randomly someone starts speaking English. It's like, hang on, huh? I've just got used to reading subtitles. It was sweet. There was a lovely, beautiful moment of cinematography quite near the end. And there were some nice life lessons. But I didn't learn what happened to someone at the end of it, which did my head in. It also um, had a really long introduction. You know how some films it then comes up with, the, after like 10 minutes, goes like, ah, this film was blah, 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 directed by blah. And you think, oh, okay, at least 35 minutes from the start of the film to that point. I was like, oh, okay. So we basically watched a whole other film and then we had a two-hour thirty film after that, which was, oh, all right then, fair enough. I did enjoy it. Um, probably would have enjoyed it more because obviously subtitles you don't sometimes get some of the sarcasm or some of the witticisms that are said or the anger in which things are said. So, yeah, that probably was a, something that could have been improved. And that's my fault for not knowing the language. So, yeah, that was Drive My Car. Then I watched Jaws. I'm not sure why I wanted to watch Jaws. Or there was something that happened. Someone was talking about boats or something. And I was just like, nope. If we're going to talk about boats, we need to talk about a bigger boat. 
So we need to put on jaws. So put on jaws. And it is aging. But I love the fact that that shark doesn't appear until... I think it was 1 hour, 21 minutes and 27 seconds into the film. That's when you first see the shark. That is a long time without seeing your villain. I know it was because it kept breaking. Uh, but, you know, that is so cool. And the end's, the end's epic. You know, the fact that Act 3 takes up an hour is brilliant. Because Act 1 happens, then Act 2 happens, and then an hour's gone. And you are starting Act 3 with them getting on that boat. And you think, oh, okay, fine. Nah, it's, it's looking dated and... It's probably my fault, but I don't rate it high enough because I'd only ever seen the iconic bits and not watched it all as a little kid. So I'm glad I have now seen it multiple times and I am liking it more and more. And, you know, I put it on out of casual viewing. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, good old Jaws. It's something that I probably won't be putting on as casual viewing in the future unless I'm ridiculously hung over. It's Morbius. I'm sorry, Morbius. The wait wasn't good enough. Matt Smith's acting his arse off in it so much. And it's like Gerald Leto's in a different film. And the jokes are all pretty like... Uh, and some of the, like, Sonic Echo or the Echo Boom, whatever it is they use, is weird. <sighs> the final stand wasn't very well shot. The CGR... It's not the worst superhero film I've ever seen. No, 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 no. However, it's the two above it. <laughs> it's... Oh. I didn't even get what I wanted out of it. I've been starting to watch films when I'm going to the cinema and go like, right, what are you actually delivering? Because, you know, it's hard to mark a film like Morbius against Belfast. But two, they're made for two different reasons. So I tend to judge it in the area that it's meant to be now um and it's not anywhere near anything in that era this is why the the mcu's kind of like monopolized superhero films a little bit has which is a bit of a shame because everything's got to match that and then nolan did it as well with batman films um so yeah yeah i maybe a second viewer might improve it a bit more maybe i missed some stuff but yeah. Also, it did a really cool thing at the start, which then wasn't important. It was basically like, oh, we've got a budget. Let's go to this cave and do something really cool, but then not really explain it. <sighs> oh, Morbius. Bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. I know the pandemic and your subject, Matt, I didn't help you, but yeah, you weren't helping yourself anyhow. MCU are on next. It's proper Marvel. Doctor Strange. Really good. Letterbox from probably are going like, oh, she's watched a Mads film this week. It's really clever and it's really interesting. And watching it back after now seeing everything, um, it's interesting to see how this all fits in and why he, why Doctor Strange is how he is and the sorcery and everything. And knowing that um, Multiverse of Madness is happening soon, it's going to be very much like, ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> It's so clever. I love that cloak. The Cape of Levitation or whatever it's called. I think that's one. Cape of Levitation? Yeah. That's cool. Dumamu's weird. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, Doctor Strange is epic. And I, I love anything with the Cumberbatch. So anything with, even if the Cumberbatch was in an absolutely atrocious film, it would still get a star because he'd probably act everything possible, put all of his acting possible into that performance. So, yeah. Doctor Strange is epic. <laughs> And then we have the last film, which I'm not going to talk about because it's my big review of the week. It's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. 
So I also said earlier on that there's another section of news. This might be shorter or longer than the other one. I'm not sure. It just depends how long I go on for it. Um, first of all is that um, Friday, April Fool's Day, it wasn't an April Fool after all, was the last episode of Wittertainment on Five Live. Uh, Camoda Mayo finished doing their weekly film pod, weekly film at the t- uh, radio show, not TV show, it was and both left the BBC, finally. Um, and then within half an hour of them leaving, um, and actually being able to get out of the building, because one of them had an issue with that, um, they released a video saying, um, we're going to take six weeks off, and then we'll be back with our podcast about films once a week online. So that's not the end of the world. It is still happening. It's just weird, but it's not going to be on the radio. I know they've done it on their terms and, you know, go then and then if it, they can just keep it going and then something else can happen and then when one of them stops, the other one will stop. You know how that happens. But, yeah, so that was an end of an era on Friday and that was probably like... <sighs> I haven't actually listened to that episode yet. I am behind on these. I'm about four months behind for some reason. I'm not sure why. But I have time tomorrow in your world on Thursday to listen to it. So I will be looking forward to that and seeing them sign off. Bless them. We also have the other news about the Oscars. So I have now seen the Oscars. Me and my mum watched it on Friday night. I'm not sure how much Prosecco I drank. I've not told them this yet, but I was ridiculously hung over Saturday morning. I mean, I've had worse hangovers, but just sitting there drinking Prosecco at home or at their home. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that I knew I could just fall into the bed in the spare room. Mm. But yeah, watched that. Mum now knows everything about Zendaya. She, she, someone walked past and she went, oh my God, who's that woman? She's like absolutely beautiful. What an outfit she's got. And I went, that's Zendaya. She went, isn't she 15? I'm like, yeah, but isn't Tom Holland 25 and also playing a 15-year-old? She went, that is a very good point. <laughs> so yeah, she knows all about that now. And obviously... Watching everyone's speeches was quite nice and quite moving, especially as so much of the attention has been taken off everything um, due to what happened, which in a minute I'm going to chat about again. Uh, but yeah, we had a bit of a tear up at some of them. She had a proper cry at someone's speech. And yeah, applauded to Ken, ate a lot of popcorn and cheered for Coda and Jessica. <sighs> Back to Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith apologised. Will Smith released a statement, and so did Jada, about... Well, Jada's was less of a statement, as was more of a post. Uh, Chris Rock then went on stage and got a standing ovation, and everyone's been chatting to him, and he's like, well, I will make a statement in my own time. Um, the Academy said that they were going to arrest Will Smith, or at least contact the police, and Chris Rock said no. And Denzel Washington pulled um, Will Smith aside and said, no, 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 you don't do that, mate. And as we finished watching the Oscars and we were thinking about what we were going to watch next, we just put our phones on and it said, Will Smith has resigned from the Academy. That is not meaning that he can't like, have his Oscar. There is an independent view as to whether he can keep his Oscar and what happens next with that. However, that means that he won't be voting and it's up to the Academy if they decide to accept his resignation or not. 
and it might mean that he can't come back next year to present, possibly. Um, but he had a very long statement where in which he did actually in full apologise to everyone, including Chris Rock, because on the actual night he apologised to his nominees in the Academy, but not Chris. <sighs> so, yeah, yeah, that happened. I don't think they'll take his Oscar away after all of that, um, because it was for that piece of work. And there have been people that have done a lot worse than just slap someone. I'm not condone, I'm not saying that slapping someone's fine, because it's absolutely not. Uh, the memes have been hilarious, by the way. Thank you for that, internet. Like, well, again, probably not good, but, you know. But there have been people that have done a lot worse in their lives and just slapped someone and have managed to keep their Oscars. So, you know, just saying that. So, yeah. Also, the Oscars was really long. I'm not sure why we then had um, to put eight awards not on the show properly and have them in a short edited version and cut some people off of their chatting when we've got loads of extra sketches and stuff going on and so many long advert breaks. I reckon each advert break was at least seven minutes long. Normally in the UK, an advert break max is about three. If it's before something big, so if it's before, so next week, well, this week that you've got coming up um, is Man City Liverpool. I fully expect that the advert break at 4.25 will be five minutes long and it will be for the next big FIFA thing or something huge from Sony or it will be a massive film trailer. Um, but other than that, our adverts tend to be 30 seconds of preamble, two minutes worth of adverts. 30 seconds of, oh, on this channel we also show blah, and then it goes back into the show. Um, so it was really weird sitting there fast-forwarding that amount of adverts. So, yeah, that's just a little hmm, as to what else has happened this week in the film world. It's quite a bit, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're all quite glad that I did this now, aren't you? Time to go through what you've been watching in the last week, which actually was quite hard to find i'm not sure why but the place where i normally go to which is the most reliable place to tell you about the cinema box office didn't have the correct chart it just goes error and then it tells you that sing two is somehow number one i highly doubt that i have managed to find it somehow though so if it's not correct my bad but it looks a lot more correct than it should be right we'll start with the home viewing as we always do Home viewing number one was Spider-Man No Way Home. Didn't move. Uh-uh. Stayed there. Did good. Number two was Matrix Resurrection. Again, staying exactly where it was. Number three, moving back up to the chart, I'm guessing after its Oscar success, was June. Number four was No Time to Die. Number five was Cliff and the Big Red Dog. The big mover, obviously, lots of people saw that it was up for all these Oscars and suddenly thought, oh, we're going to watch this, we're going to watch this, um, was Nightmare Alley. That moved up 10 places to number six. West Side Story was at seven. Encanto was at eight. Ghostbusters was at nine. And The Kingsman was at ten. So that's your top ten. Other new entries include the re-digitally released um, version of uh, The Godfather trilogy, so that's interesting. The Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne, which was the first film that I saw this year at the cinema, is a new entry at number 19. Inception's re-entered the chart, Happy Days at number 28. 
and so have all of the Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts films. They have all re-entered the chart in various different places in lead up to Fantastic Beasts 3, The Secrets of Dumbledore that come out in a couple of weeks. Woohoo! Right, now for the um, box office top 10. I can't give you the rest of it, unfortunately, because the only place I've actually been able to find something that looks like it could be the correct top 10 only does the top 10, doesn't do everything else. I'm not sure why box office mojo isn't working for March 25th to 27th, but... Hmm... It's really weird. Anyhow, the Batman was number one. It took 1.6 million. Three was RRR, which took 600,000. I have no idea if that's the correct title or not, but... <laughs> number three was Ambulance, which took half a million. Four was Uncharted, and that took 340,000. Nine Movie took 280,000. Phantom of the Open took 210,000. The Worst Person in the World. Ooh. Who, where is this being shown? That this can enter the top ten, because it's been shown nowhere near me. Mm. Um. Well, anyhow, um, one hundred ninety-three thousand. Sing two with one hundred seventy-four thousand. Sorry for mispronouncing this, but Jujutsu Kaisen with one hundred fifty-six thousand, and the Duke with eighty-five thousand. That's your top ten. That proves that Box Office Mojo was broken, which is where I normally get this from, because it said that Single 2 was number one in the film chart, and it had taken 174,000. So I'm not sure why they've not got the information. I also went on to the BBFC and the BFI page to get the top ten, because if in doubt, you go there just to double-check it. And they don't have a list either. So that's very weird that it's not, you know, gone up and been like that. But, <sighs> oh well... Yeah. So that's what you've been watching. Spider-Man and Batman. Whoop-de-doo. One of the reasons why I decided to do this week as a podcast, instead of then just leaping forward to next week. Well, part of the reason was because the following weekend is Easter, so it gives me more time to chat. Um, But it is because that the day that I'm talking to you right now in my world, right here, not all of it, but just this section here, is the 3rd of April. The 3rd of April 2022. A really important day. Today is popcorn for one day. I've waited two years to say that. Two years, two years. Oh, it's been a long time coming. It really has. But it's it. For those of you who don't know, Popcorn for One Day is a day I've made up. I wish it was a national holiday, but it's not. But back in 2015, all those years ago, um, it was around Easter time and... I was watching films and I decided to start um, logging the films that I watched on DVD in order. I thought, all right, we're going to start today. And I started during the Easter weekend and I watched Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. And I thought, hmm, not only am I going to log this, I'm going to type up about what I think about it. And I did. And I asked various people... And I started a blog, and that blog no longer exists. We've all moved on now. We've moved on to the actual website. Um, 
which is why it hasn't actually got the correct date. It says that everything's like for start of 2018 that it belongs on there. It's not. Um, I think my old blog does actually still exist. I think it's literally got a message saying, we're not here anymore. Please see popcornforone.co.uk. <laughs> I've moved everything else, so. Um, but, yeah. So, I did that, and I wrote that, and that was published on the 3rd of April. Yeah, 2015. So, 3rd of April comes, in 2016, a family trip to the cinema. Yeah, very interesting. Sit there, watch the film, watch Eddie Beagle as we leave the cinema. And I've seen quite a few films at this stage, not as many as I do like now, but you know. Um, I'll leave the cinema and we'll have we'll wipe our eyes and be a bit tearful about it. And my family looks at me and goes, and, and I go, well, nothing's going to be about that's the film of year. They all looked at me shocked, they're like, this is April. You can't say that in April. Well, actually, I can. <laughs> uh, so, 3rd of April, 2016, Golden Buzzer was born. Because you can't take it back once you say that. Um, so, yeah. 2017, I'm at the cinema. Not really connected, but it's 3rd of April. I go and watch a little independent film called Free Fire. And I come out of the cinema and go, yeah, that was pretty darn good. And then I think about it and I think about how it's made and what it's done. And then someone told me about five months later that it was actually set, not in Boston, in America, but at the, um, what's it, the harbour, Shoreham Harbour. That's what it's called. I was like, it's not the marina, no. Um, Shoreham Harbour, which is now about, well, it's actually about an hour's walk from where I live now, but it's not, it's... If you could see you could see my house and Shoreham Harbour on the same page of Google without having to zoom out too far. Let's say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was filmed there and it was filmed at an old um local newspaper depot up in Hollandbury, which is about a twenty minute drive, which is huge and it's really well known here, the Argus. Not Argos like the shop, Argus. Um and it was filmed there and when I found that out, I actually, I think I was sitting at work and client told me that. And I just went, that's my film of year. Thank you. <laughs> and the rest of the office looks at me like, oh, I'm sorry, what? And then I realised that two years in a row, the film on April 3rd had one film of year. Plus then I did my background check and saw that, aha, April 3rd was the year I set my blog up. Ooh. So that's what happened in 2017. 2018? Decided to go to the cinema on April 3rd. Went, yep, no, we're doing it. We're doing it. Every year we're now going to go to the cinema on April 3rd, no matter what. And I went to saw Isle of Dogs. It didn't win film of the year. However, it came third. Maybe it had some of the April 3rd magic in it. But I have watched Isle of Dogs a couple of times since. And it holds. It is brilliant. And it deserved its third place that year. I mean... What be it was ridiculously understandable, but yeah, I love dogs. Yeah, so that was three years in a row with a film inside the top three. I was like, ooh. So then 2019 comes around, and I was looking at film times coming up to April 1st. I was like, well, I could go and watch us, but I don't really want to be late and being scared and doing this and just thinking, no, I can't cope with this. On April 3rd. So I went and saw Us on April 1st. 
and I went and saw Dumbo on April 3rd. And that's the one that let me down, 2019. I just remember coming home and I told everyone that, ah, this is it, this is April 3rd. <laughs> it's my film day. That was the first time I was like, this is my film day. April 3rd is my day. And I went and saw Dumbo and I got home and my parents went, and? And I went, yeah, that ruins the run of that. <laughs> and it really did ruin the run of that because 2020 and 2021, as much as... It is my film day. There wasn't a film day. Because we were in lockdown. Cinemas weren't open. And yeah, you can sit there and go, oh yeah, I've watched this on Netflix and I've watched this on DVD. It's not the same. It's really not the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> As going to the cinema and possibly watching what could be film of the year and having something be on that special day. So, yeah. Didn't do that. So it's now 2022 and I'm speaking to you at about 5pm on the 3rd of April 2022. And in three hours time, I'll be sitting in Cineworld. I'll be sitting there, I'll have my cup of tea, I'll have my Captain America hoodie on and I'll be, no I won't be watching Marvel. (laughs) But I will be sitting in my Cineworld watching Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Ooh, yeah, boy. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, no pressure, Sonic. I mean, the first one wasn't exactly up to it. However, the last 15 minutes saved the film because Sonic did all of his, like, oh, ping, 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 dong, 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 did all the moves that he played in the game. And then Jim Carrey went bald as Dr. Robotnik. And then in the mid-credit scenes, Tails turned up, and I used to play as Tails. So, hmm. So, this one's also got Uncle Idris Elba. He's not my uncle, but in our house, in our family, he's Uncle Idris Elba. I'm not sure why. It's just always been the thing. Um, But, yeah. So, I should probably start thinking about getting my washing in, having something in the nibble before I go to the cinema, or taking something with me to the cinema in a bit. But, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, no pressure at all. You are the chosen one for this year's April 3rd. So happy popcorn for one day, everyone. Hope you all have a fantastic day. Hope you all had a fantastic day because you're all hearing this in the future. Ooh, in three days' time. Whereas, uh, well, you'll all be hearing this while I'm watching The Bad Guys. Mm, that's what Sam Rockwell does to you. Today isn't just popcorn for one day, it's also the birthday of the current greatest film bad guy in the world. Happy birthday, Ben Mendelsohn. I'm sorry, I'm not watching Rogue One today. I haven't got time for it, but I would do, you know. Also, back-to-back Mads is probably, you know, Letterboxd would love it if their website was working. Anyhow, happy popcorn for one day. Um, If you go onto my Twitter page, you will see that there's a couple of threads and a couple of votes. The votes closed, but there's a couple of things linked to hashtag popcorn for one day on there. So the underscore is popcorn underscore for underscore one on Twitter to see what was going on on popcorn for one day. And the hashtag was popcorn for one day. (sighs) I'm so glad I've got to talk about my actual day on the actual day. Woohoo! So, this is it. This is the film that I'm seeing on Popcorn for Monday. It is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 
as adult-only screening as well at 7.50, which is lovely. It means that everyone has to be at least 15 to go and see it. There are a couple of groups of teenagers in there, um, but it was all adults <laughs> otherwise. Um, so I wasn't, when I reviewed the first Sonic, I wasn't the most enamoured of it until it got to the last 15 minutes and he started using all the moves and Dr. Robotnik lost his hair and the cappuccino guy was depressed and randomly Tails showed up and you thought, hmm, ooh, well, I went, ooh, because I love Tails. Tails is my character and I play the game as someone that did play the game as a child, you know. So that sold me and I was straight away, I think I put in my view, right, if they are going to make a second, I will go because Tails is my jam. And I sat there. And it starts off with Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik left in the Mushroom World like he did in the first one. And then appears Knuckles. It's not a spoiler, it's in the trailer. And Knuckles is Uncle Idris. <laughs> and yeah, off they go. And Sonic's using all of his powers. And there's certain things that he does in this which um, doesn't actually affect the game well well, no is in the game so there's a point he's constantly going oh no not water oh no not water and then he can't when he gets to water it like does like freeze frame thing but it does in the game you think uh oh um there are certain powers and there's certain um there's a point where there's a load of traps and they all move like the game and i just remember i think i was sitting there i think i was like going like no l2 l2 makes you go faster come on come on come on come on um, there was a side story which was a bit random but did make a bit of sense and then actually it was like, oh, okay. Cappuccino goes back. It had a good finale. It was pretty interesting, especially when certain things had turned up and happened, which happened in the game. And you think, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, it also, at the start of it, went Sega, like the Sega Mega Drive used to do. Well, ours days, used to go Sega, and used to go... When Sonic would start. Oh, I miss that Sonic game. I wonder if my dad's still got his Sega Dreamcast. I wonder if we can boot it up. We pro- he probably hasn't because they moved. Oh. Basically, it made me want to come home and play Sonic, which is a good sign, <laughs> isn't it? You know, if I hadn't wanted to come home and play it, then I'm like, oh, okay. It also um, left you with enough that if they do make a third, then there was another character I was sitting there going, like, ooh, ooh, yeah, we've been teased by that. And, yeah, there's some properly adult jokes that go straight over kids' heads and adults just go, yeah, get that, yeah. Um, but, yes, there's millennial references and things going on. But, you know. <sighs> yeah. Son- Sonic delivered, back to what I was saying earlier um, about judging films more within their category, it delivered a correct amount of nostalgia. It mixed live action with the characters as well. Um, still a few questions and a few like, mm, really, we're doing this, we're doing that? Oh, okay, we've had that joke before, yeah, I get that. But at the end of the day, it is Sonic the Hedgehog. And Sonic's epic. And Tails is brilliant. Ah, oh, those little tails spinning around making him fly for just like, oh. With some mild power as well, where I was probably like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was sweet. Uh, there was one point where something, where a move happened, and I went, yes! <laughs> but I wasn't the only person to go, yes, because someone else went, woohoo! At that point, too. 
yeah if you played it go watch it please because you will have an absolute blast of time because everything's there for you it's so clever and it's so good if you haven't played it i'd really like to know what you actually think you know as someone that is sitting there busy watching him slide like that and jump off there and go down there and around there you know i want to know what you actually think is the correct response to this film that would be quite nice so yeah that is my big review for the week it's sonic the hedgehog 2 tails knuckles robotnik what else could you want maybe some ice cream that for this week's episode thank you all so much for listening it's always really appreciated um next episode we'll be back to fortnightly and we'll be back to where we're actually meant to be so it will be on the 20th of april until then you know where to find me it's popcorn underscore four underscore one on twitter instagram and letterboxd if it's no longer crashed although by the time you hear this on wednesday it should be back up and running if not ooh, i can't believe it's trending when it's actually not working and the actual blog itself is popcornforone.co.uk until then look after yourselves have a lovely easter or at least a long bank holiday if you don't believe in it and yeah i will see you and speak to you all on the 20th take care bye